Good to see everybody this morning uh, for senior service. This is probably, well it is, I think my favorite Sunday of the year. Uh, Not because uh, I get to speak or anything like that, but it's the preparation for it. It's the going through all the pictures, seeing the memories, um, to see the growth of our graduating seniors as they come to this point is a pretty amazing, uh, amazing thing to do. Last night I was just going through, I, I think I have about 60,000 pictures over the last 12 years, and I was using uh, Google Picasa and doing the facial recognition and trying to find all these seniors and all their little moments, and uh, really enjoyed uh, being a part of that and doing that and seeing some baptisms and seeing some of those great blackmail type pictures of people like this and that and um, it's just a great good feel it's just a good feeling um, while we do recognize our graduating high school graduates uh, this morning I do want to take just a moment and if you are graduating from college or grad school or uh, some other vocation would you please stand and allow us to recognize you as well I think some of those are listed in the bulletin don't be shy. Chris, there we go. We got Chris. You're so courageous to stand. John. Well, this morning uh, I have a very brief message, but I, I think an important one, and that is to go to the mountain. Uh, This is a picture from Wilderness Trek uh, just two years ago. This summer, I get the opportunity to go again. Um, On this trip, all the seniors that are graduating this year, uh, the majority were there with the exception, I think, of Jamie, uh, Darren, and Camden. And I get to go be on the mountain with them this summer. So we'll get to make up for that. But I'm excited to spend that time with them. Throughout Scripture, there are several different mountains. Mountains are an important thing in Scripture. And I want to take just a moment and highlight a few and talk about those. And then uh, maybe parlay that into something that I think is important or pertinent, not just for our graduates, but for us as as a body of believers. The first mountain that you find in Scripture is Mount Ararat. It says there that God remembered Noah. And on the 17th day of the seventh month, the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. Now each of these mountains have certain types of significance. The mountains of Ararat were the place were a place of great hope and refuge for Noah. Think about Noah and what he had been through. He had been floating around for five months. Everything seemed lost. And the sea, when he looked, there was no end to it wherever he looked. Noah's obedience to God, the way that he listened to God and his leadership had brought him to really a a place of isolation in a lot of ways. God did not tell him how long it was going to be that he would be confined to the ark. God did not tell him how he would be released. And a lot of times in our weakness and in our times of testing difficulty, God, who as scripture says, lifts us out of the pit, out of the mud and the mire, and sets our feet upon the rock. Ararat is God's safe place. It is a mountain of God's preservation. This is the mountain that God himself will take us to at certain times in our lives, um, this, this moment of isolation. The next mountain is Mount Moriah. Mount Moriah, Genesis 22. Abraham, take your son your only son whom you love, and go to the mountains of Moriah. 
Moriah, the mountain where we're willing to take all that is dear to us, all that we love, and offer it as a sacrifice to God. It is a place where God said to Abraham, Abraham, because you have given me your most cherished possession, your son, I know how much I love you. Moriah is a place of personal sacrifice. It's not a debate room. It's not a debate room. It's a place where we consider what God has called and equipped us to do. The Bible clearly tells us that you are not your own, that we have all been bought at a price. I found this uh, little quote that I liked. It says that Mount Moriah is the place where God doesn't want the 95% that we want to give him. It's where he wants the 5% that we've kept to go to Mount Moriah. The next mountain is Mount Sinai. Mount Sinai in Exodus chapter 19 verse 17 it says, Then Moses led the people out of the camp to meet with God and they stood at the foot of the mountain. Sinai is where God and man come face to face. I mean, can you imagine that? That had to be been an amazing moment to be face to face with God. It is a place of meeting with God Himself. This is the mountain and the place where God both shapes us, He molds us, where He creates and He hones us. It is the mountain of abandonment to God. The people had come out of slavery and they have come to Mount Moriah. This place that they had nothing. This place. And at this moment, nothing else matters. This is the moment and this is the place where you seek first the kingdom of God. The next mountain, a mountain that's probably not as popular as the other ones or as well known as Mount Pisgah. Uh, This is a view from Mount Pisgah over the promised land. In Deuteronomy chapter 3 verse 27 it says, Go to the top of Mount Pisgah and look west and north and east and south. Look at the land with your own eyes. This was a mountain of dreams. It was a mountain of vision, of revelation. This mountaintop enabled Moses to see the vision of the Israelites' inheritance and what was before them. The promised land flowing with milk and honey. On Mount Pisgah, God reveals to us what is ours. Yet the responsibility is ours, whether to go down to both gain and take possession of it. That's our responsibility. And the last mountain I want to mention is Mount Calvary. Of course, this is probably the most difficult mountain. In Luke 23:33, it says, When they came to the place called Mount Calvary, there they crucified him, along with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Mount Calvary is the mountain that we have to climb every day. Mount Calvary is the mountain that John speaks of when he says, Take up your cross and follow him daily. It's not just a Sunday, Wednesday thing. It's every day of our lives. And many of our graduates, as they prepare for this next step of their lives, they're really going to encounter Mount Calvary in some ways for the first time. It's going to be their opportunity to take the foundation that they've built, those, that, that Sermon on the Mount. Go to the next slide here. 
in Matthew 7, 24 and 25. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house upon the rock. The rains came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because its foundation was on the rock. I find it interesting that even in this moment, Jesus is giving a sermon on a mount. There, there is there's something special about the mountain. And as our graduates and, and really us as a congregation, as we look at our lives and the things that, that we do on a daily basis, it is our opportunity to bring glory to Him by walking daily in His steps. So this is my challenge to the seniors and to all of us is to go to the mountain. Now, I realize here in Tennessee we have hills. There's not mountains, per se. I mean, yes, yes, we will go to the mountain this summer as a youth group. We're going to go out to Colorado and we're going to do that. Um, and, and I have to say that when I think about my life and my spiritual walk, some of the primary rock lane foundational moments have been on the mountain, on a literal mountain. But... There are also places around here that are mountains for me. There are places when I was a youth minister in St. Louis, there's a place there called Lone Elk Park. Uh, it's this wildlife reserve. There are elk and bison. And, and uh, usually about once a month, I would go out on the mountain of Lone Elk Park. And I would go out there and I would hike by myself and spend some time with God. Now, I know that some of our seniors... I know that you guys have great practice and skills when it comes to spending time in the Word. Um, I know because I, we've talked about it. We've talked about your time and reading the Word and being in the Word. But now you're about to go into a whole other section of life. And the coolest thing about that is that you get to set the pattern. You get to change it. Right now you have been pigeonholed in some ways to a certain certain activities. You do this, 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 and this. And we all kind of get in those activities. But now as you are leaving, as you are going to college, you're going to be able to set kind of a new pattern. And my challenge and my hope for you is that that pattern will include a mountain. That it will include a place where you go and you spend time with God on a regular basis. And so find your mountain and go to 